Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to one more edition of Politics Dutton, right? I'm Egberto Willis, your host. I'm here today with Brian Carr. Brian Carr is a Chief Advance Officer for Northwest Assistance Ministries. In these times that are very difficult, where we have a government that is not responsive to the people, it falls on the goodwill. It falls on the goodwill of many people to go out there and do the necessary work to make sure that we behave as we should as human beings, unlike what goes on around. So what I want to do is, first of all, thank you, Brian, for being here with us. How are you doing this morning? Thanks for having me and uh, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is to whomever. Uh, welcome aboard. Anyhow, um, you are the uh, Chief Adv- Advancement Officer at Northwest Assistant Ministries, which you guys are an organization that help people out in their times of need, in their stressful times. What are you seeing in Houston area where you work, the Northwest portion of Houston where you work, uh, compared to what you've seen throughout the last few years? It, it's been really... Um heartbreaking the need that we have seen um from about march all the way through today we've seen a steady increase in requests for rent assistance for food assistance assistance to pay light bills Um, we have a family violence center that has seen an increase in domestic violence reports um We've really seen people that have never asked for help before. Over 50% of those that have requested assistance from us this year, this is their first time requesting help from anyone. And so people that were really felt comfortable, that felt steady and had a good foundation under them, this year has really just pulled the rug out from underneath them. It has been... Um, it's really been heartbreaking this year to see how many people need help. Now, tell me uh, beforehand, tell me a little bit about Northwest Assistance Ministries. Uh, where did you come from? How did you come about? What do you do? Where do you cover? Is it just the Texas, Houston, Texas area? Tell us a little bit about what you do. Sure. About 35, 37 years ago, 10 different congregations in the Northwest area of Houston um, wanted to address the economic downturn that had happened because of the energy bust at that time. And they realized that as a group, they could serve the community much stronger than as individual congregations. So they started Northwest Assistance Ministries. We're faith-based, but we're not a denomination. We, we work with hundreds of congregations. We work with the public. We work with the school districts, we work with the government, but our main mission is to provide basic human needs. And so we have um, a food pantry, we have a pediatric health center, 
We have an assistance department that helps with rent and housing. Um, we are one of the largest providers of Meals on Wheels to homebound seniors in the Northwest area. We have a training and learning center and we have a senior center for programs for seniors as well. So we're a multifaceted organization trying to supply just the basic human needs, food, shelter, financial stability, job training, workforce development to help those clients that want to dig out of this hole that want to improve their life. And, and it's kind of that old adage, you can teach someone to fish or you can give them a fish. And so we're, we're teaching them to fish, but sometimes you just have to, you have to reach down and give them a helping hand, get them on solid ground so they can then better their lives. And that's where Northwest Assistance Ministries fits in. Um, we're not welfare. We're not uh, a government extension. Every dollar that comes to us is, is asked for. We, it's either from the public, from foundations, corporations. Um, and so it's, it's really is a matter of neighbors helping neighbors. Well, you know, in, in a time where uh, I have to be honest, I have lost much faith in, uh, in, in churches, I've lost much, much faith in, in, in what's been going on. When I heard about what you guys are doing, a conglomeration of churches that are actually doing a good deed, all I could say is for me, that was impressive because what I found uh, is that uh, most of our, uh, not most, but a lot, a large proportions of our churches have been in it for building the church, building the masonry, building these things, things that Jesus would have thrown out on the Sabbath uh, for the things that they're building now. And to watch that there's an organization like yours out there doing what I believe the church should be doing in extension of whatever social programs there are, I'd like to give you some kudos on that because I think it is imperative that if you are going to have these uh, uh, these 501c3 type statuses, et cetera, that you actually, there's a reason for, uh, for doing it. So first of all, thank you for what you're doing. Now you stated earlier that, um, and I like a phrase that you use. Um, you said you're not welfare. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is most people uh, don't want welfare. Most people want to go out there and work. Most people want to do something with dignity. Uh, you talked about um, not giving them the fish, but teaching them how to fish. That is wonderful. The other thing, of course, is if you want to teach them to fish, you need to make sure they're fish in the sea and also that there's a rod with which to catch the fish. So, exactly. um, and that is what has been missing many times around. Now, you, you found that, that you said something that really touched me. When you talk about there are people now that are asking for help that had never in their lives asked for help. Right? Americans have always for a long time known how to suffer in silence. Expand on that a bit, because I don't think people understand the severity with which uh, this stuff is really hitting America and people that had never thought they would have ever gotten hit before. As I, as I said, over half of the people that we have served in 2020, as far as rent assistance and food assistance, this is the first time they've asked for help. And we know, expanding on what you were saying, how deep they had to get in their disparity 
to be able to request that help, to be able to humble themselves, to be able to reach out and say, I, I, I need a little help here. And, and, and I'll tell you a story, a quick example. We had a gentleman that owned his own business. He was a, a mechanic and his niche was he would travel to you and work on your car wherever it was. And, and he had a really booming business and he was raising three daughters on his own and they were getting along. They weren't rich by most people's needs, but they were very comfortable and they were secure. Well, once COVID hit, a lot of people lost the income to be able to get their cars worked on. And he went from 10 to 12 jobs a week down to four to five jobs a week. Then it went down to two jobs a week. And then the phone stopped ringing. And this man, very prideful man, very proud that he had built his business and he was taking care of his family. He walked into, into Nam. And he was crying. He was crying to our case managers and he didn't know how to ask for help. He didn't even know what to ask for. And, but he did. And we were able to give him some food vouchers. We were able to help him with several months rent and give him an opportunity to, to breathe, to then look at other ways to market his business. And while the economy still hasn't rallied completely, he is, he's back on his feet and, and he is paying his rent on his own now. And, and he just needed that breather. He needed a little boost to help him. He had reached the end of everything he knew to do. And I think that's a good reflection of the clients that have come in this year for the first time, they really don't even know how to ask for help. And that is Brian. I, I, I tell you something. What, what is interesting is his story is a story of millions of people. All the people that I know that, that are, that are needy. Okay. That's the kind of story that I hear. The stories that I hear on TV about the welfare queen and all of that, that that's dramatized, right? That is generally, believe it or not, the exception. Most people, when, when I get up in the mornings and you go on the freeway, the freeway are, are full. Where are those right. people going? You know, I, I try, you know, in, in, in a lot of the, we're a, we're a political program, I, I granted, but I wanted to have you on because uh, politics is also social issues as well. And having good works like you're doing, I think it's important for people to see. And having you say what you've said about that mechanic, I think gives a different, uh, uh, gives a different tonality to many who would just think, oh, they're just looking for a handout. Most people don't want a handout. We, we had a lady just yesterday. We, we we're doing a holiday toy distribution and, and holiday food. And there was a lady who waited in line for a couple of hours to come in and get some toys. And she was very polite, very respectful, very humble, very quiet lady. And we had to fill out a little sheet of paper that said, how many children are you getting toys for? And she just quietly said 11. Whoa. And we said, 
11? And she goes, yes, I'm having to raise my grandchildren. Oh. Her, we, we, we found out the story that she has two children and they both have lost their income due to COVID. Both of them actually caught the disease, caught the, the, the virus. And so she has been raising these 11 children and she's retired. She has done her work. She has raised her family. And now out of nowhere, she has 11 children to feed, to buy clothes for, to put a shelter over. And so she came to Nam, and we were able to load her up with a sleigh full of presents and uh, we, we got her a holiday meal with turkey and, and all the fixings. And she was just so grateful. She, she, she didn't want more. She wasn't asking for a big check. She wasn't asking, please take over for me. She just, she just didn't know how to get toys for 11 kids on a fixed income. And to address the issue with congregations, this year we had an overwhelming need for presents, for gifts for kids. We had to, we had to collect nearly 20,000 presents this year. Wow. And our congregations are used to us asking for three to 4,000 presents. And we challenged them and we said, this is on you. We're, we're going to ask the community, but the congregations really need to step up. The congregations themselves collected over 8,000 presents. So they are stepping up. They are hearing the need. And, and, and these are congregations from large mega churches to, to small churches that maybe have 10 people. And a lot of them aren't meeting right now. They're not even collecting um, tithes and, and donations and offerings and but yet they are filling our food pantry with food staples and they are donating presents to those that they don't even know that they may not belong to their church but they belong to their community and I think if we look at that word community, that's, that's where the strength is. That's where the strength is in this country. And that's where the strength is in nonprofits like NAM. We don't serve all the United States. We're not a large organization. We serve roughly a service area that has 1.1 million people, not even all of Houston. And we, we depend on the public we depend on corporations. We depend on donations from anywhere. And the congregations are a big part of that. And what we found this year was there was an expectation of an organization like NAM to step up and meet the need. But the community says, you're going to do the work, but we're going to give you the tools. We're going to give you those fishing poles. We're going to open up that um, lake for you to to fish in we're going to supply you with what you need to to serve the community and it has been beautiful it has been 
humbling from my experience to sit there and watch the lines wrap around our building for assistance, but then realize that the community is meeting that need. And America is not dead. The, 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 the idea of helping your neighbor is not gone away. I think it's stronger than ever. Brian Carr, tell me how can people, I, I want people to contact you guys. I want people to uh, be there for you, not only for the, the, the holiday season, but going forward because this thing is long lasting. How can people help you? The easiest way is just to go to our website, which is NAM, N-A-M, online.org, namonline.org, and find out about our programs. There's, there's ways to volunteer. There's ways to donate um, and spread the word. Let, let others know that there are organizations out there um, that we're here. We're here to help. Brian Carr, Chief Advancement Officer for Northwest Assistant Ministries. From this humanist to this Christian, thank you so kindly for the work that you're doing. I think uh, you bring back hope to a whole lot of people with the work that you guys are doing. And that work, uh, that statement about community and us wanting to help each other means more than anything else. Thank you so kindly for being here. Well, thank you. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.